0: What's up, y'all? Sebastian Perry, and I'm joined with River
1: Faulkner, Noah Whitmire,
0: and you and Jansen. And today, we'll be talking about the NCAA transfer portal and how it's been good for the college players and also bad for some of the high school, upcoming high school players who are going to college. So, um, one big name that uh, entered the transfer portal yesterday was Bryce Thompson. Mm-hmm. He was five star coming out of Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, from Booker T. Washington, um, UAA All Leading Score, twenty nineteen Slam Magazine cover. Anything a uh, basketball player, young basketball player, can dream of, Bryce Thompson had. Um, he went to um, Kansas last year. He was the highest recruit they ever gotten. Five star, the only five star Kansas only got. Coach Bill Self has only got. Bill Self had connections with Bryce Thompson's father because when Bill Self coached at ORU, Bryce Thompson's father played for him. So, um, Bryce Thompson's always been a good player. He broke his wrist midseason, so he was out for a long time, and he kind of lost his playing time. He also wasn't scoring like he really is because he's known for his scoring mainly. And so, um, entered the transfer portal yesterday, and it's kind of, uh, a big deal And everybody's wondering Where he's gonna go So some schools Could be uh, Oklahoma OSU We know North Carolina's Is out the situation I got Oklahoma State Yeah, I, I thought of OU
1: But since Long Kruger's gone It's I think it's OSU Because of Mike Boyden Because he liked Long Kruger And Mike But Loyola's coach Is now there So he really does have A connection with him So I think he's gonna Go be with Mike And Cade When he committed Probably affected his decision too And now that he's gone And he could be Possibly the star player He might transfer to OSU.
0: Oh. Um I don't see him coming to OSU or OU at all. I don't see why he would come back. He needs to go to a college where a coach would allow him to score and play. OSU and OU are places where coaches don't want you to it's it's oh now Mike Boynton's a really good coach. I'll give him that so is Porter Moser. But um they don't really have the so-called Trey Young effect. Trey Young went to Oklahoma and put up probably 40 shots a game. He was averaging 40 points. But with that, he also was leading the uh, nation in assists. But everybody only remembers him for scoring. And that's what five stars this generation are wanting to do. They want to go to a college where they could take every single shot and be projected in the first round for the NBA draft next year because it's one and done. If you're not one and done, then you're seen as less now because if you stay four years you're a senior you're about 22 that age they're gonna think of you as old so that's gonna hurt your draft stock now because they want young kids so now every kid is either trying to go pro right away from high school or they're trying to do one and done so they're young so i think bryce top is gonna go somewhere where a coach will allow him to average 30 25 on a on a bad night you know you but know he's going go somewhere I, where he can put up shots
1: well i think he's gonna go to who michigan state michigan state previously before uh bryce committed uh in his top seven he had michigan state and recently uh rocket watts announced their starting point guard that he was going to transfer correct He's
0: starting shooting guard that's bryce Lump's position. So. yeah
1: so uh a spot just opened up for him to uh potentially fill in the starting lineup for michigan state and i mean it was in his top seven and so i mean i could i could see him going there Is no michigan state nice they're good.
0: Um, they're not bad. They make it to tournament. I think did they make it to tournament? They didn't make it to yeah, tournament this they, year. They lost the playing game. To yeah, UCLA. but I mean, they normally make it every single year. They're a team that makes it every single year.
1: So, if, if you were to go, would you rather go to like top top notch school, like a five star, or would you rather go to a small school?
0: You want to go somewhere where you can play. It's not necessarily yeah. about the name of the school. It's about the name for yourself how you're going to play, how you fit into the school, how you fit into the team, the coaches. You need to go somewhere where you're loved, and they're actually going to care for you and put you in the best position to make it to your goal, your next goal for yourself. So um, that's one thing that college players get mixed up in is that for me to be noticed, I have to go D1. I have to go big, big D1, high major D1 to make it to the league. But that's not that's not the fact in case. You can go somewhere else and still make it. Might just be might be there later than everybody else, but you
1: can still make it. It's not impossible. Yeah, you know, so. a great example of that is uh, Max Ab- Abmus yeah. from ORU. You know, Oral Roberts, not a very well-known college, but they become a 15-seed in the tourney. They beat Ohio State. Max Abmus, their best player, starts going off, leads college in points. I mean, uh, Leading scorer in the nation. Yeah, not, not necessarily a great college to go to – basketball but you know he made a name for himself yeah now
0: or you was probably gonna get a lot more commitments he's a three-star point guard coming out of high school from uh texas jitsu jitsu i don't know how to pronounce it but um yeah i see bryce thompson go somewhere where he can play but, yeah, um, you, you, will he get drafted bryce how thompson oh 100%. No, no no no
1: not bryce thompson Who uh, are
0: you guy? max a, he's projected either late first round or early second round so yeah um so transfer portal um this year, NCA just gave everybody an extra year of eligibility because of COVID due to the pandemic. Um, so, if you want to go to the league and you don't sign with an agent and you get uh, you get information from the college or NBA scouts, NBA teams telling you if you're ready or not, if you're gonna get drafted. If you don't get the agent signed with you, you're allowed, you're eligible to go back to college or any college and play. So, um, and you can transfer now without having sit out anymore. So um, transfer portal is full. Everybody's in transfer portal. And um reason I say it's good now is because kids don't have to um, sit there during a year and know that they're not going to get played anymore. They're just sitting there, and they can't transfer and just play because they have to sit a year out. Now that that's out of the way, I think that's good for kids because they can finally go somewhere where they know they can play. But the bad side is for high school seniors or high school juniors because there's probably about – just ten thousand players, college players in the world, as a not in the world, but in the nation. That's just a number. I'm not saying that's really how it is. Um, to show you how much, how many people are probably in transfer portal right now, I'll say about six thousand eight hundred players in transfer portal right now, trying to find colleges to play. And you have so many high school seniors who got these scholarships and committed to places. But if a senior decides to come back and use that extra year eligibility, and they're in that same uh, freshman's or committed high school seniors position, that's not good for the high school senior at all because now they're going to, of course, A, probably not play as much, and B, probably going to have to transfer next year or decommit. And also another problem is is that if a new coach goes to that school, they're allowed to take away that scholarship. And even if the kids that I committed to that school, if the coaches not one of them, they're not allowed to commit to that school anymore. That's what I think is unfair to these high school students who are seniors
1: and juniors. So it happens in football a lot. the yeah. coach comes in, he'll take all the scholarships away and just get what he wants. Yeah. they want to rebuild it as their own. So yeah, it's all it's like all gone. I it's, mean, uh, especially with this season like being all messed up with COVID and stuff. I mean, there was still there was still a max capacity, uh, tourney of like teams. Like there were 64 teams in the tournament, unless you're like one of those teams in those conferences that didn't didn't play, like, at all or, like, got your season canceled, I don't see really the point of uh, giving these seniors, like, extra eligibility. Like, for example, Villanova brought back two seniors about to play their fifth year on the team. Like, I don't know. That just seems, like, a little unfair to me, especially when Villanova is such a top-tier school that gets a lot of commits. Like,
0: OKC okay, Storm all over again, six-year senior. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's kind of unfair, so – uh, Noah, what's your opinion on it? You think it's fair for everybody, or you think it's kind of unfair? How do you think it's weighted?
1: I mean, it's the rules; they can do it, so you know, it's part of it. Yeah, I mean, you're right.
0: Okay, so um, Devin Askew, you, i don't know how to pronounce the last name. He was five-star point guard last year. I think he was the third best point guard in the nation. He was or coming out of high high school, so it would have been two years ago. But last year, he was starting for Kentucky. Kentucky underperformed five stars, same thing with Duke. Uh he transferred. He entered the transfer portal and he landed at Texas uh yesterday, last night. Um and you're in my opinion, if you have a team full of five stars, you're not gonna you're not gonna make it far. They're young. Why five you stars, that? most five stars are only scores. That that's a fact.
1: You said that with Duke, fact. Duke with Zion in them.
0: Most five stars are only scores do not play defense that well and that's a fact it's, it's called showcase ball they're yeah. not going to pass the ball their stat their stats are going to be padded from high school they're going to average 30 points per game and when they get to college if you don't have that senior or upperclassman there to show them how it's done or not to uh have them fight for their position they're going to have no heart in them they literally just had to show up i'm a five star i get to play right away that's what yeah. what else do I have to do? I just get to play. I can do whatever Definitely. I want.
1: I think I think that was like a, a key key role in Gonzaga's success this year, even though they didn't win in the national championship, they had that they had those leaders on their team, Corey Kisper being a senior. Yeah. And Drew Timmy, like didn't play much last year, but came up, stepped up big this year as a sophomore.
0: So I'm saying experience can go a long way when it comes to big games. That's why when you see a young team Make it so far, everybody always wonders when they're going to crumble because they're still so young. They don't have experience in that big type of stage. So there's going to be a moment when that adversity just hits them that they're going to start looking around like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? We don't have a upperclassman to look up to. We just have a coach. And the coach, no offense to the coaches, but the coaches are not playing in the game. They haven't played in that game. If they, and if they did, they played in the game probably 20 years ago. And the game always changes. It's a new evolution of the game. So it's unfair to those kids who are – freshmen or sophomores who are playing right away and do not have upperclassmen to look up to. And when I go back to saying they got everything handed to them, I didn't mean they got everything handed to them. Of course the five-star earned everything. I'm not taking my five-stars. Five-stars are good. But when they got to that college, they knew they were going to do what they do because they probably talked to the coach, talking about this is what I want to do, this is what I want to do, but they didn't have to take it away from anybody. You know how if a freshman's good at a high school team, he's not always just going to get placed right in the starting lineup. He has to earn it. He has to take it away. And, of course, you know, seniors are probably going to bully him a little bit because they're like, this little dude's not going to take my spot. Five stars don't really have that if they're going to a place where they know everybody's just left. That's what I say. You need people. It's just competition. Yeah, you need competition between your team, but you need everybody to have a dog mentality. And it's hard just for people to come in with a dog mentality when they didn't have to fight for it between their team, but then they have to also have to fight for it out against another team. And it's kind of hard to brew that into somebody if they don't brew it in throughout their whole team. They don't have somebody on their team who's older and ready to bring the dog mentality to everybody. So that's what I'm saying. If you're young, it's kind of hard for you to do big things. But
1: it's possible. Oral Roberts had that dog mentality. Yeah, they did. That's the underdogs. They go in there undoubted. And that upset you because yeah. it's just one game. All yeah. you got to do is win one game.
0: And, and one thing we always, I always preach to all my teammates before every game is that we have nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose. The other team has everything to lose because we're going out here as underdogs. Everybody wants to see us lose. Everybody expects us to lose. So if we lose, we lose. We have nothing to lose. So we have no pressure on us. But if they're expected to win, the, all the pressure's on them. So, you use that as motivation to go out here and say, I have nothing to lose. So, I'm going to play my hardest because nobody can say anything to me after that game. And that's always been our motivation for every game. For every high school game, we had nothing to lose. So, I feel like that takes us, everybody, it could take a whole team a long way if they realize none of the pressure's on them. It's always on the opposing team, especially if you're a team that nobody thinks you're going to win. If I was here at a tall basketball team, we were expected to win but we also had a lot of doubters on the same. It it starts with the coaches too. It's just the mentality. Like we all
1: sports have it here. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Sebastian, I just want to ask you uh, back on the topic of Bryce Thompson. You played against him in your freshman year. Yeah. um, In the tournament of champions, you know, I know you're trying to get recruited to a bunch of different colleges. What was that like seeing him and playing against him?
0: Man. um, Is he good? He's, he's the real deal. Yeah. um, The real deal. So I've, I've met him eighth grade, my eighth grade year, because we were at OU, and it was a time where OU scouts got to come sit down and watch their games. And um, so they took all of us, the scouts, back to – or their recruitments, all the people who they're recruiting back to the locker room, and we all got to sit in their, their locker room. That's how the coach spoke. And I introduced myself to him because my dad already knew his dad. And um, it was kind of crazy because the next year I was like – I didn't really know who he was at the time. That's yeah. bad of me. I didn't really know who he was at the time. But the next year, I, all I knew I was playing him. And then I heard he was 19th in the nation. And then he's number one combo guard in the nation. And averaged 42 points at UAA, leading scorer, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, we're playing a real deal. So then when we got onto the court, we had Ken Dottie playing him, our senior that year. He was guarding him. And we had Jack Springer guarding Trey Phipps. Trey Phipps was at OU last year. Um, I was like, okay. I think he might be the real deal. Because first play, they it was a five-out, and I was helping Kenny, so Bryce Thompson couldn't get a direct drive. And he drove, and I helped. And he did a snatch back between the legs, jumped the ball, two steps back, three-pointer leaning with Kenny in his face and made it. And then I was like, oh. I was like, so he's really this good. And I was like, he can't be a real five-star. I'm like, you, you, I'm like thinking, like, well, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Trey comes down, breaks Trey Phipps' ankles, gets the three. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good game. Bryce Thompson comes right back down. Acts like he's gonna dribble, step back three, makes it. I swear he missed probably two shots the whole game, and they're all step back threes contested. And then I think the one possession I guarded him, I thought I blocked the ball on a step back three, and he made it. And I was, <laughs> and I looked at Coach Ham with the biggest eyes. I'm like, this man made it. And so, then I was just in starstruck. I was, I watched, I was in probably one of the best games ever to be in Oklahoma. Trey Alexander versus Bryce Thompson, in my opinion, that was that was a game that was crazy. That game was very crazy. But uh, Bryce Thompson's the real deal. That after that game, I I knew he was the real deal. Everything that they said about him was true. He is, you could tell he works on his craft. You could tell that's all I can say. He's worked really yeah. hard on mm-hmm. his game.
1: That's just like what it what it shows. To, I mean, it takes a bunch of hard work, and that just shows off like how how hard it is to be that good and just yeah. how much work it takes. Yeah. How tall is he?
0: Um, they say he's six five, but I swear he felt like he was six seven. That man, was, <laughs> bro, I swear he felt long like 6'7". legs. Uh, he was, I remember it was two fast breaks, and I was right there, and he was about to dunk it. And I moved out the way, and he almost dunked on me, and I moved out the way he dunked it. The second time I was behind him, and he was about to go for a dunk. In my mind, I'm like, man, if I block this, this would be huge. I'd be on it <laughs> nah. if I block this. So then in uh, nah. one, one of the highlight films you see where he dunks, I'm behind him. I jump up, and then I ha- put my arm back, and I put my arm right back down. I'm like, man, I ain't going to try to block it. The man's going to dunk it. So I just let him dunk it, but yeah. He's a real deal. Bryce Thompson's a real deal. Trey Phipps also is too. Trey Phipps is really good. Yeah. So um, that was our thing on Transfer Portal, our podcast on the Transfer Portal. Um, Thank y'all for listening, and we'll be back next time.